Welcome to episode 28, 28 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is Saturday, Saturday, the 10th of August, 2000, 2019. And um, I've had a bit of a lazy one today, people. Just one of them days. The last, actually, yesterday as well. Uh, quite a lazy, lazy day. Um, I can still hear fuck all out of my ears at the minute. So um, I'm struggling to actually hear my own voice. Uh, my ears are c- completely fucking blocked now um, because I've been putting shitty whatever it is, boy, sodium bicarbonate in my ears, ready for Monday when hopefully the powers that be at the doctors can transform me into a hearing person once more <laughs> and uh, suck out all the shit that's in my ears. But, um, yeah, and I've got that fucking tinnitus, is it? Tinnitus, 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 whatever it is. However, the way you fucking say it, I've got that fucking ringing in my ears constantly at the minute, um, which is doing my head in, and I can just hear everything fucking moving around in there. Um, So hopefully Monday we'll be back on track. I'll be a hearing person again. Um. I went out uh, yesterday. I went uh, shopping, shopping with mother. Um, me and my mum uh, went down to Milton Keynes, the shopping centre down there. It's fucking huge. And uh, we went down there and every five minutes I was like, what, what, hey, I've got no idea. That shouldn't be the case, should it? It should be the other way around. You know, you shouldn't be the one losing your hearing. It should be your parents, shouldn't it? They're the ones who should be constantly going, uh, hey, what, what? But uh, no, we had a bit of a role reversal yesterday. So, um, but that was all right. It was quite nice. It was like old times when we used to, uh, when um, my mum used to take me down there. We used to go shopping, looking around the sports shops, at all the sports stuff. That was pre-internet. And now all I do is have a look in shops and think, yeah, that's a nice pair of jeans, and then go back on the internet and order it from there. Because <laughs> it's cheaper than buying it from the fucking shops. The internet has killed that. Shops are just like a, a showpiece now, aren't they? Where you can go down and have a look for the stuff you want and think, oh, yeah, that's quite nice. That size fits all right. Okay. And they say, are you going to buy it? Uh, not from here, I'm not. No. <laughs> but thank you for the use of your time and resources. Uh, for giving me an idea of what I want to buy, but I will be spending my money with somebody online who is cheaper. That's it. It's killed it. It's killed it completely, isn't it? How the fuck there are any stores on the high street anymore? I have no idea. All I've ever, all I've used the stores for on the high street is just to pick up the stuff that um, I've ordered online. That's the only time I ever use them where I've got to go in. And that's not very often. I think I had to go in JD Sports the other week to collect something Um, because I couldn't be asked to pay like six quid for the the delivery. So I let them use their own delivery system. Ah, that is fucking selfish, isn't it? That's it. They use their own delivery system. Nah, I'm not going to pay six pounds to have it delivered. You deliver it through your system and I'll come down whenever I want in my own time and I'll collect it from you. Are you happy with that? Good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 
the high street is dead. Fucking Northampton High Street is anyway. Jesus. Uh, the main street in there has just got charity shops and fucking homeless people on it. Surely we can... Surely, surely there's a link there. There has got to be a link there. I don't know. Um, anyway, so the, the ears are still fucked. I can barely hear what I'm saying at the minute. Um, I may be loud. I may be shouting. I don't know. I know I've got the TV up to 80 at the minute. I've never been that high with a TV before. Fucking hell. I bet my neighbours think, like, some pensioners fucking moved in downstairs. But, um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Uh, all I've been doing uh, the last couple of days is gradually turning up the volume on my TV as I sit here doing a bit of writing whilst working my way through the Columbo box set. That's it. That's been my life for the last couple of days. Um, at a, um, at a, at a gig um, I had to do yesterday um, that was uh, that was okay. Nothing major this week with the gigs. Nothing to report on the gig front. They've just been all right. You know, they've just been okay. Um, just run-throughs, really. Nothing major. Uh, still working on the new material, so I'm going to be running that out next week. Um, Ten minutes. Because I write longer-form stuff, I have to... Um, I have to have uh, a, a 10 minutes dedicated to it. That's what you usually get at open mics or new material nights, just 10 minutes to run through your stuff. Uh, most people um, just... <laughs> most people probably just do their normal stuff, I think, and just add another line onto the end of it. That's about it. But I, uh, <laughs> but I tend to like to go in raw, baby. I go in raw with a raw 10 minutes and then just hash it out from there and just take the pain. Take that pain, those uncomfortable silences. I'm comfortable with that now. The uncomfortable silences of doing new material where people are looking at you thinking you're a fucking mental case who uh, sits in his flat on his own talking to nobody. <laughs> I wonder where they get that idea from. Anyway, um, we've had a, so not necessarily talking to nobody. Um, to be honest, we've had uh, we've had like a lot of hits this week on the last few episodes. So, um, welcome to all the listeners from everywhere where you're listening from, people: uh, Spain, Hong Kong, Vietnam, <laughs> Vietnam, uh, South Korea, fuck it out, Australia, Canada, Israel, India, Norway, New Zealand, various other places, fucking hell, in the states as well. So, hello everybody. Um, I hope you're enjoying this or just don't think I'm a fucking lunatic. Uh, anyway, uh, let's crack on. Yeah, I, I was fucking... Yeah, so the last couple of days I've just been... Uh, you forget how good that fucking series Columbo is. I forgot how good it is. I fucking love it. There's an awful lot of people who get killed with heavy objects over the fucking back of their head, though. Jesus, when you watch them back to back... There's an awful lot of people who get fucking hit over the head with stuff in a in a moment of rage. You'd have thought, like, I know it's, it's not a it's not a who done it because you already know that's one of the big uh, fallacies about Columbo, isn't it? Uh, that it's a who done it, but it's not actually a who done it because you fucking know who done it at the start. It's uh, how uh, how Columbo proves that they did it. That's it, isn't it? But there's an awful lot of people. <laughs> If you're in a Columbo episode and you're having an argument with somebody and they're standing next to something that's fucking heavy, 
like a microscope or a fucking or a fucking statue. You ain't gonna be in that episode for long. That's for sure. <laughs> but it's you forget how good that. Like one of the one of the actors who was in it was Martin Sheen was in one of the episodes, and he got fucking catapulted out of there immediately within the first five minutes. Quality actors like that. Let's have a bit of tea. Tea's still on on the go, people. It's in the mug right now. Let's have a bit. Yeah, but you forget how good that is. And then I went down a rabbit hole on the internet, like we all do. Uh, research, researching, like I'm doing a fucking PhD or something. <laughs> researching, just looking through the Wikipedia page of Peter Falk, um, who is fucking amazing. And I didn't realise, like, uh, I knew obviously he had a glass eye, but um, the right eye is the glass eye. That's it. And uh, I knew he had a glass eye, obviously, because he's got that squinty thing, and it doesn't, it doesn't move, does it? It just, it just stays permanently on the people uh, who is questioning. One more question. That's it. That's uh, one of the other fallacies. Everybody reckons he says um, he never says that. Just one more question. Um, but an episode I watched today. Oh, I'm a fucking Columbo nut now. That's it. I've got the little uh, box set, like in the cigar. Cigar box. It's fucking amazing. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, but like that's one of the major things with it um, that people say. He never said just one more question. I've seen it today, people. There was one episode today where it goes, excuse me, lady, just one more question, Um, which was fucking great. I was, I was fucking loving that completely. That bit. This is the life I lead. Just working myself through back to back. That's it. Just binging. How fucking narcissistic. Give me more Columbo. It's my, this is my Columbo time. Give it to me now. (laughs) But I fucking love that. And it's great uh, watching it from the 70s because uh, some of the the old political correctness isn't quite there with the old lady people. Is it? (laughs) Some of them are there fucking hell. Some of the ways, some of the guys in the in the fucking episodes talk to some of the women. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Um, but you have to, uh, I thoroughly recommend getting the box set and working your way through it. It's fucking excellent. So I've been doing that. It's sort of like a nice little background to have that on. You can chip in and chip out to it when I was just uh, chipping and chip out to it. Chipping and chi- chip out of it. Uh, when I was um, uh, just writing out some new material and uh, having a few ideas written down. I can't, it's weird sort of like writing, I can't really write stuff when it's completely silent. I know, which is odd because at the minute, pretty much everything is completely silent for me at the minute. Um, Apart from my hugely loud TV that I've got on, uh, it's not a huge TV, but like it's uh, it's fucking loud, uh, and I know that because I caught uh, uh, when I was outside. Um, <laughs> I was outside. I had to go outside the front door for a brief second. Venture out into the real world, people. I'm not just a hermit who lives in a flat on his own. I sometimes have to interact with society, uh, and uh, there was there was people walking by as if to say, "Fucking hell, that t- telly's loud," but. Um, yeah, anyway, hopefully Monday that's going to be done. I'm going to be fixed. 
I'm going to be sorted. I can fucking interact uh, or actually hear any fucking heckles coming my way or any footprint, footprints uh, pounding towards the stage to fucking knock my head off. Uh, so that'll be nice. Um, but yeah, that's all of uh, I haven't been up to a lot, really, apart from that. I don't know how your week's been, but my, my last two days have been pretty, pretty relaxed, to be honest. Uh, it's almost like I'm on some sort of uh, uh, staycation. That's what they call it, isn't it? The old staycation. When you stay at home and you go, oh, I'm going to stay at home. <laughs> Instead of admit you're poor and can't go anywhere. <laughs> or got nobody to go with. But, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I watched that. Also, I'd thoroughly recommend a documentary on Netflix at the minute called I Am A Killer. It's fucking amazing. Um, Just the delusion. Uh, The premise of it is there's um, uh, death row inmates and they interview them about their crimes and then they interview other people about their crimes and you hear about the crimes. You hear sort of like a... Uh, a subjective version from uh, the killer themselves, who are like, hey, man, I was just uh, hanging around outside a place, driving by, and then instantly there was a dead guy in front of me. I don't know who did it. <laughs> and then you hear from somebody else who goes, yeah, that geezer's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> He's a fucking murderer. And you just hear that he shot people in the face or something like that. Hey, man, I was just, uh, I just happened to uh, turn a corner and there was a dead body right in front of me. Yeah, you stabbed him 57 times. <laughs> it's just the fucking delusion. You know, you're on death row. I know there's like uh, people on death row have been uh, executed and things like that and they've been framed for it. But, you know. When you've got the gun in your hand and you've got about eight witnesses saying you've shot somebody in the face, <laughs> it's hard to get off of that one. It's hard to try and claim it was somebody else. Um, but it's fascinating, um, like, uh, watching that. It, I was almost like uh, uh, living the part of Peter Fork in Colombo as I'm, I've been watching that, but it's fascinating watching that documentary uh, and brings up, like, a lot of, um, things with regards to the death penalty, whether it's um, morally right and how uh, forgiveness goes into that as well. Because obviously in the UK here, we don't have the death penalty anymore. We don't have that. We never used to have the electric chair and we never used to... Um, I think it stopped in about the 70s or 80s. Uh, not the 70s or 80s. Fucking the 70s, I think. Or the six, 60s or 70s. Let's have a look. Let's see um, when it was uh, the last person was fucking killed in the UK. Let's have a look. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Uh, the last uh, executions in the United Kingdom were by hanging. Fucking brutal. And took place in 1964 prior to capital punishment being abolished for murder in 1965 in Great Britain and in 1973 in Northern Ireland. Fucking hell. Although unused, the death penalty remained a legally defined punishment for certain offences such as treason until it was completely abolished in 1998. Fucking hell. That's quite recent. You could still, if you bump off the Queen or something like that, not that I'm, not that I'm suggesting doing that, up until 1998. That's in my lifetime. 
How old was I in 1998? I was 21 in 1999. In 2004, the 13th Protocol to the European Convention on Human Rights became binding on the United Kingdom. They'll probably repeal that now we're out of Europe. That's it. Bring back the death penalty. That'll be the next fucking thing with this Muppet we've got in charge at the minute. Uh, prohibiting the restoration of the death penalty for as long as the UK is a party to the convention. Technically, then, if we're out of Europe, does that mean we can uh, bring back the death penalty? I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking dodgy one, the death penalty, isn't it? You know, because you've got all the people go, hey, man, mainly religious people, isn't it? Mainly religious people who don't want the death penalty because they're all for forgiveness. And, and, um, I don't know though, but some of them are like an eye for an eye and all that shit, aren't they? Out in America, you guys out there, you like your retribution, but you're also, you know, if you go up, you get all lovey-dovey and huggy with your forgiveness. Some of you, don't you? I don't know. I, I, I couldn't, I don't think if anybody, um, killed somebody I, uh, cared about, I don't think I could forgive that man. I I just don't think I could. I just think it's just too much. Ah, oh, you know, it takes a lot. I think to be able to forgive those people and these people who become friends. Like I've watched documentaries before where people become friends of the people who have killed their fucking family or something and write to them in prison and that. And you just think, oh man, you're a bigger person than I am for doing that. I tell you, I couldn't fucking. Ugh. I don't know, man. I just couldn't. I don't know about killing him or whatever, but I, I couldn't rest. That's for sure. I think it's a good thing. It shows like a civilized society, I think, if you don't have the death penalty. But, um, you know, hanging's bad enough and that. Some of, the, some of these countries abroad where they fucking chop somebody's head off with the sword. Um, I imagine... I think so. This is not research, by the way. I don't know if they still do that. Do they do that? Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Let's have a look. Saudi Arabia, death penalty. Penalty. Not that I ever uh, plan on getting into that sort of uh, sort of situation if I ever go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh, fuck. Here we go. Let's have a look. Uh, the official might announce the same before the, this is the most common method of execution in Saudi Arabia because it is specifically called for by Sharia law. Professional executioners behead as many as 10 people in a fucking day. Jesus. Fucking hell. Crucifixion of the beheaded body is sometimes ordered. That seems overkill. Doesn't it? Is this right? This is the first thing that's that's came, come up on Wikipedia. Capital punishment in Saudi Arabia. That that seems like fucking surely too much. That is crucifixion over the beheaded body. <laughs> that seems just like somebody's fucking getting carried. That's somebody who loves their job. That is that's somebody. Somebody's had that idea. And gone, what we'll do, we'll fucking behead them. And then somebody else has gone, well, that's not enough. (laughs) Can't we crucify the body afterwards? Yeah, we'll do that. Let's do that. The country performed at least 158 executions in 2015 and at least 154 executions in 2016 and at least 146 in 2000. Well, it's coming down. (laughs) 
in it. From 158 in 2015 to 146 in 2017. Ah, oh, they're becoming a little bit more liberal out there. <laughs> they only, uh, now they probably only uh, fucking um, tie, the, uh, tie the headless corpse up afterwards rather than crucifying it. Fuck me. Death sentence in Saudi Arabia pronounced almost exclusively based on the system of judicial sentencing. Uh, rather than Sharia-described punishment. Okay, following the classical principle that penalties should be avoided if possible, the rise in death sentences during recent decades resulted from a concerted reaction by the government and the courts to a rise in violent crime. Fucking hell, Jesus. Well, that would put you off, wouldn't it? I imagine. Ah, fucking hell. In 2000... Shit, here we go. Uh, 2nd of January 2016, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia carried out a mass execution of 47 imprisoned civilians convicted for terrorism in 12 different provinces. 43 were beheaded and four were executed by firing squad. Jesus fucking hell. Uh, it's fucking brutal, isn't it? None of this. Uh, we'll give you some drugs just to relax you first so your brain doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> we'll just lop your head off or shoot you. Fucking hell. Among the 47 killed, the execution was the largest carried out in the kingdom since 1980. Fucking hell. And that was 2016, people, three years ago. Well, maybe they're not getting as liberal as we think. <laughs> Fuck me. But that is overkill. Fucking hell. Stringing up a, stringing up a body, nailing somebody to a fucking cross <laughs> afterwards. That's, that seems a little bit extreme. They're dead. They haven't got a fucking head. What do they do? Get the head and face it towards the body. Yeah, you see what happens? Yeah. Well, you're no head now. You're looking at your no head body being fucking... <laughs> oh, fucking... Having nails hammered through its hands. Yeah. Are you sorry now, are you? <laughs> fucking hell, Jesus. Anyway, we don't have any of that shit here. We just put you in prison and then probably let you go after a little bit if you're all right. That's it. <laughs> Maybe some of our sentencing in the UK is not as bad as that, and that's the good thing. But I think sometimes we're a little bit too liberal on people, you know. Although saying that, the geezer who killed somebody around here recently, like last year or whatever, he was handed 35 years. But if he's all right, I suppose he'll be out in about 15. Ah, that's it. Let's not get started on that. But yeah, I definitely couldn't. Oh, man, I couldn't live with it. At all, if somebody hurt somebody, uh, I care. The few people in the world that I actually care about, <laughs> if they were, I'd be, I'd be, ah, oh, I couldn't do that where these people, you know. And then you get those weirdo fucking women who fucking marry people on death row. There's something seriously wrong with those. If you're having a wedding ceremony to somebody who has a execution date, you've got to start thinking to yourself, um, mate. Maybe I'm losing the plot here. Maybe I ought to try Tinder, you know, <laughs> or some sort of uh, dating agency rather than fucking, you know, having a husband who's uh, you're going to be burying in a few years and knowing about it. It's always it's always strange women who do that. There's a very strange, odd sort of like I think like would would they? You don't hear of many men marrying women maybe it's not as publicized as much maybe it's not maybe they ought to do a documentary on that weird men who marry women who are on death row maybe they should do that i don't know 
Maybe I'd like to see the stats on that compared, like with women marrying men on death row and men marrying women who are on death row. I'd like to see the stats for that and just see how they compare with each other. Which which one is the most fucked up fucking gender? <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Yeah, that that'll be quite interesting. Actually, I'd like to. See, I'd definitely like to see that. Like, and because, like, women have got that, you know, they've got that fucking, you know, oh, God, is he going to kill me? Is he not going to kill me? Slap my ass and tell me I'm a fucking bitch <laughs> sort of thing about him sometimes. You get some women like that, not all of them, obviously. I'm not, like, painting my brush across, like, all of, uh, all females of society, but you get those women like that, oh, just strangle me a little bit and, like, put my arm behind my back, you know shove my head into the pillow, that sort of shit, and that's probably, you know, that's an extreme version of that. Marrying somebody on death row who's brutally killed someone. But I don't think... I'm just throwing in and out there, maybe. But I don't think men have that same sort of, like, you know, it, it doesn't have the same sort of appeal for men, that, oh, yeah, just tie me up, cut my balls off, and hold a knife to my throat. <laughs> I don't think there's many men out there. Maybe there is. You know, maybe there's men out there fantasizing about like uh, female serial killers and that, but I don't know. I don't think men have that same thing. Maybe it's the old power struggle thing. Maybe that's it—the ultimate, the ultimate look at the patriarchy that is, and how it affects some women's mindsets and some men's mindsets. Maybe, maybe I've just nailed it. That could be it, where the patriarchy goes to its limits. Women marrying psychopaths on death row and men not really marrying them. (laughs) Men saying, hey, I'm the one who ought to be in charge here, not you, psycho lady. Put the fucking knife down, bitch. (laughs) I'm in charge. I don't know. Oh, Jesus, what we at? We are at 26 fucking minutes. Um, And thank God, um, like, it's kept on going because we had a blackout yesterday. I know. Boris Johnson's been in charge for a couple of weeks and we've always, already back to the 1970s and 80s having a blackout for electricity. That's it. The electric went off yesterday here. I think it was like quite a lot of people over the country, Midlands, up north, down south in London, because they had pictures. Everyone's taking a selfie in the dark in the underground. Chaos ensued. That's the way I've fucked. I tell you what. It just goes to show yesterday. I think the electric went off for about an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours, something like that. And the country ground to a halt. (laughs) They say we're like two meals away from revolution. We are one, one fucking power cut away from fucking chaos in this country. Nobody knows how to cope with anything. Now, that's it. Everything ground to a halt, the underground, the railways, the fucking... I, I understand that. They can't run. Nobody's pushing, like, the trains along, are they? But they had to evacuate underground stations and fucking... There's queues again everywhere. Everybody's posting up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is there another terrorist attack? No. No, it isn't, sweetheart. Calm down. It's just the electric's gone off. The what's gone off? The electric. It used to happen all the time in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Some of us remember that. 
when the electric used to go off. I know the electric hasn't been off for fucking years. I know you keep your fucking Wi-Fi on 24-7, just burning up the electricity. <laughs> but yeah, God, uh, God knows how we're going to cope, man, in the future when the apocalypse comes. That's it. I'm locking myself inside. Battery-operated shit and all that sort of thing. When the banks fucking finally crash down, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, that happened yesterday. But it was fucking funny, like, watching uh, everything happening on social media afterwards. People fucking losing their fucking shit because they can't plug in and charge. They've only got 20% battery left on their fucking mobile. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man, my phone's never been this low before. Well, you know. Ten years ago, we never had them. So this is, I'm sure all those people starving in the world are really, their heart is breaking for you right now. Jesus Christ, I haven't had a decent meal for a week. But that guy in the West, ah, he's only got 20% battery left on his phone. He's not got quite enough. Maybe he's not got enough signal to fucking post a picture up of himself eating his own dinner. I don't know. Anyway. Well, we are 29 minutes, people. Fucking hell. I have rambled on again. Basically, uh, we've covered everything today. The death penalty, loss of hearing, blackouts, slagged off society there, haven't we? Oh, Jesus. We need to toughen up, people, I think. We need to toughen up. We're just too reliant on new technology now. That's it. It, re- it rules our lives, doesn't it? And as soon as there's a little hiccup, everyone's like, well, what do I do with myself now? Just enjoy yourself. Go out. Have a little look around. You know, sit in a park, enjoy the sun. You know, without, like, looking at it behind the screen and taking a fucking photo of yourself. Just enjoy it for what it is. I don't know. Anyway, talking about enjoying things for what they are. The weekend is halfway through, people. Um... So enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, if you like this, you can uh, like the Facebook page. It is just at uh, the Ben Briggs Podcast. Uh, subscribe if you want. Uh, I'm on the Apple Podcast website and iTunes, and on the Podbean website. If you want to message me about anything, uh, email address is podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Tuesday, people, with another riveting episode of this podcast. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll check back in with you on Tuesday. Take care.